0: Love Talk Radio.
1: I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is a Monday, November twentieth, two thousand ten. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I hope you're with family or on your way to be with family for the holidays. I'm heading to Louisiana this week to spend time with family and while I'm in town. I'm hosting a fashion show as well. December 4th, I'm hosting the Classy Curves second annual Diamond and Curves fashion show in Metairie, Louisiana, which is the outskirts of New Orleans. So for more information, visit my website. And if you're in the area, I hope you come out and support. And congratulations goes out to Gabby Gregg, Um, of the Young, Fat, and Fabulous blog, and MTV's first TJ, who is on the cover of Black Enterprise magazine this month, and that's really awesome. I'm definitely going to pick up a copy, so congratulations, Gabby. And coming up later on the show is CEO of Fashion to Figure, Michael Kaplan, and plus designer from... Bahamas from the Bahamas Jasper knows but up first is Macy Long Macy Long is a plus size model who has had a successful modeling career for the last several years in new york city her vibrant red locks snow white skin and vivacious personality has given her the opportunity to work with major fashion clients ranging from lane bryant the gap american eagle lean fisher new york and company jones new york l.l L. bean Dockers, Yummy Tummy, and many others. Let's welcome Macy to the show. How are you? Hello, how are you? (laughs) I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. So how did you get your start in the industry? Because I know you started at a very young age. So tell us about your beginnings.
2: Oh, sure. I actually started when I was probably around 10 years old. And um, at the time, my life uh, revolved around dancing, and so um, I started just uh, modeling for dance catalogs, um, too, that I remember off the top of my head were uh, Lebo's and Curtain Calls. So I remember just getting in the car with my mom and my sister and going up there and just modeling little dance catalogs, I mean dance. Um, costumes. So it was a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) So have you really been modeling all of your life? I really have. Yeah, I
2: really have. I mean, it's, um, you know, and I still, to this day, I'm learning every single time I'm on a shoot, I'm learning something new. But I have been doing it for a little while, I
1: would say. (laughs) So when did you decide that modeling and acting was something that you wanted to do professionally and decide to make the move to New York?
2: oh my goodness um well from a very very young age i remember um i was just i loved to get in front of the camera i mean whether it was um just goofing around with my sister or whether it was you know modeling for the dance catalogs or or whatever i remember when my dad first got a video camera and um you know would tape my sister and i playing or whatever and Um, I just loved being in front of the camera, and when I was in middle school, I got into acting and singing, and I just knew from then that I wanted to do this professionally, and that's where I was happiest, was on the stage or um, in front of whether it was a movie camera or a still camera or whatever, and um, then I went to school. I went to college at UNC Chapel Hill, and as soon as I graduated from Carolina, I went straight up to New York, and I kind of was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anybody here, but I'll just, this is where I want to be, and um, this is where I feel like I belonged at the time. And so I just kind of went up there and said I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> so, and
1: when did you move to New York? How long ago? I moved ago? to New York in 2002.
2: So I've been okay. there for a while, yeah.
1: so You're originally from the South, right?
2: I am. I'm originally from the South. I'm from North Carolina, so a a Southern girl at heart. I'm pretty sure you could hear my accent. um, Well, yeah, we have that
1: in common. (laughs) And so (laughs) so I, like you, I moved from the South to a big city. I moved to Los Angeles instead of New York. And I know when I moved here, I had a big culture shock. So how was the transition from moving to your hometown to New York, it it was
2: so. I mean, and I know you probably feel the same way. It was. It was a huge culture shock, but it was something that I was ready for. I mean, I I just yearned for all those big lights and all the energy of the city and all it has to offer, and meeting so many new people. It just was so incredible, and the, the just the energy and the the creativity that is in that city and it's just go, 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 um, just really inspired me, and I loved it. So it was very scary. I'm not
1: going to lie. It was very was the scary. Was scary? Yes. That would be scary to me. <laughs>
2: yes. Public there were transportation,
1: because we don't ab- really do that in the South.
2: Absolutely. I have two cars, and it's my right foot and my left foot.
1: So um, <laughs> that's,
2: that's right. Um, oh so yes. you don't use the subway well, no, I do I absolutely use the subway, but it was it was very you know it was hard. there are definitely stops that you know I would wind up four stops away from where I was supposed to be, and you just kinda you know it's uh you just kind of learn and and go you know on your way and try to figure your way out. And I used, you know, um, different stores for landmarks. You know, (laughs) I knew that Snacks was here and Macy's was there and, um, you know, and Forever 21 was here. And so it it was very much a culture shock, but something that I was totally ready for. And I was so in love with New York City even before I moved there. And it just, um, I was so fortunate to have my family support and I was able just to go up and kind of Um, find my way and you know New York definitely it's it makes you uh, become. It makes you become tough, and it allows you because you know I was a little southern girl, and right, you know, and didn't really know my way around and everything. And but you could be kind of
1: naive. Yeah, you can be kind of yeah,
2: naive and and everything. But then you learn to stick up for yourself and stand up for yourself. But also, you know, I I kill them with kindness, as my as my beautiful mother taught me. So, um, it, but it's it's wonderful because New Yorkers are really good at heart I mean they really are it's just it is just go 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 all the time it's not a lot of people have the time to sit down and and wave and and talk about you about your day and everything just Mm -hmm. like you would in North Carolina but it is very different but I get the best of both worlds I'm able to come home and and see my family and and um and visit you know my boyfriend and everything and it's wonderful because I'm allowed to to be able right. to have best of both worlds. So what so
1: was the most challenging part getting your modeling career started once you made the move? Well, I think one of the,
2: the hardest things about whether you're a model, you're an actress, you're a singer, anything like that, is getting a great agent um that is the, that's the tough part it seems to be um but also getting clients is is hard too but i believe getting the right agent and being able to have a relationship with that agent where you're both are working for each other and it's a win-win situation it's not a one-way street um that that was that was a hard part for me um and i was able to work with some amazing agents and and book some pretty nice jobs and So I think it's just kind of finding your way and finding your niche.
1: And not getting scammed along the way.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there who, especially since I'm Southern, they think I'm naive and everything, but I definitely know know what – what is um, expected of me, and I know when, what is a scam and what is not. I mean, you just have to be very, very strong, and you have to be very cautious. If it sounds too good, it probably is, as my dad right. has always taught me. So, um, so yeah, so that's another thing. But I think getting an agent and really kind of making your own path in New York and um, just kind of pushing for it and really believing in yourself, not falling into the cookie-cutter image of what everybody thinks that you should be.
1: Mhm. Now besides that. besides being a model, you also act and you sing and you dance <laughs> like you're a quadruple threat Oh, well, oh, I, don't, I don't know about that But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely attempt to do all those things So tell us some of the things you like In the intro, I said some of your credits as a model But what are some of the things you've been able to accomplish in the other areas? As
2: an, well, when I first moved to New York, I did a lot of musical theater I did a lot of summer stock in the Berkshires um, in the Massachusetts area I did a lot of improv shows down in the East Village um, I love to improv, I think it's hilarious Hilarious and and um, the great great you know improv shows are are wonderful, um, but I've also done several commercials. I've done commercials for Honda, Toyota, Daisy May Barbecue, um, and then the two Playtex national spots that I've I've accomplished. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, I've been you know you always have to work on your acting as well and your singing your dancing. So I I take dance lessons at Broadway Dance Center. I'm still taking voice. Um, just kind of keeping it up but my main focus right now is the modeling it's it's kind of what i'm booking right now and and where my my heart is right now
1: now you are um currently in two playtex commercials that are currently on the air right now correct yes absolutely yes. so how awesome was that doing the playtex commercial
2: oh my goodness the playtex my playtex experience was one that i will never ever forget it was the the energy and the creativity on the set it was just so high and positive and I think that's really uh, the reason why the outcome of the both commercials were so successful. Um, I mean it was a very very long shoot that day but it was definitely worth it and I think the public had such a great response to the campaign because it really showed real women and it mm-hmm. and it's very relatable and I think it's hysterical. And um, a lot of it was improv, so which to me I already love. So a lot of right. that that you saw was real, and it wasn't scripted. And I think that's why people had such the response that they did to it. It was such a great campaign and wonderful memories, and all the girls that I worked with were incredible, and the whole staff. And um, it was just a great, great, great experience. It really was.
1: And now besides all of the talents you have, in front of the camera, you also have uh, accomplishments behind the camera as a makeup artist, and you created the Makeup Maid um, that has personal services that you provide. Tell us more about that.
2: Oh, sure. Um, I actually was... You know, with with acting and modeling and everything, you have to be very smart because one week you could be on cloud nine and have nine jobs booked, and then the next week you're like, oh, my goodness, (laughs) it's a little scary. So I actually was a national makeup artist for um, a makeup company called Trish McAvoy. Um, I was one of her national makeup artists, and I traveled all over the country with her as part of her team. Um, as part of her team and um so I was able to really learn all the tricks in the trade straight from you know her which was incredible and a lot of the times what my clients would say is that they would go into these department stores and you know they'd go and get their makeup done and they'd love every single thing they'd buy 20 different products they'd get home the next you know night and try to put it and recreate it the next day and they had no idea what they're doing um, you know, the the makeup artist had sold them eight different shadows, four concealers, you know, just, just to the point pretty much to get their quota in for the day. Right, right. Um, So w- with Makeup Made, what I thought was, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a personal trainer, if you would, come into your house when you feel most at home, when you feel comfortable, look through your um, makeup and teach you, how to use what you already have because most people have no idea what brush does what, what shadow goes where, and it's very intimidating. Makeup can be very intimidating. So what, what Makeup Made does is just provide services to allow you to become your own makeup artist and professional makeup artist, and it gives you all the tricks and trades of the professional makeup world
1: pretty much. So, the makeup made is you're marketing more towards the average everyday woman more so than the glamorous photo shoots
2: absolutely absolutely, and we can still do the glamorous photo shoot you know if if you decide that you want to you know be a star for a day and and want to you know um have the makeup maid come in and and do your makeup for a shoot or for an event we you know we do that as well um but what my main purpose was makeup, for Makeup Made was to teach you how to become your own makeup artist. That way you feel you know, comfortable with all the makeup, and it makes you feel more beautiful. If you know what you're doing and you feel comfortable about it, you can mm-hmm. go out into the world every single day and say, you know what, look in that mirror, say, I'm beautiful, I'm me, I feel good, and let's go
1: do this. You know? And I always tell models, you need to know how to do the basics of your own makeup on photoshoes just in case the makeup artist is a no-show.
2: Absolutely, and believe me, (laughs) that has happened. That has happened, yes. And and to be able to be prepared. I remember um, I learned um, one of my theaters that I was working at when I was 16 years old. Um, It was a professional theater company. They didn't have money to uh, provide makeup artists every night. So Mm -hmm. they had a makeup artist come in and teach us, how to put on false eyelashes, how to do heavy stage makeup, but also how to do soft makeup as well. And so I learned, you know, at a very young age how to do all that. And it was the best class, one of the best classes I've ever taken because it allowed me to be my own makeup artist and feel good about putting my makeup on and not, you know, feel scared about all of that, you know, what what goes here and what goes there and what brush I use and everything like that.
1: And one of the things you have with Makeup Made that I love the concept of is Makeup Made Sessions. And I so wish you lived in LA because I would do this with you. Tell, oh, us more I know. Uh, tell us more about the Makeup Made Sessions.
2: Yeah, what you do is, is if, you know, um, we, we provide a service where we come in and for however long you want, usually a session is about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, A lot of women, they um, have their own little area where they do the makeup, whether it's by a window or whether it's, you know, in their bathroom or whatever. And I just teach them how, um, where's the best lighting to do your makeup. A lot of times women don't know to clean their makeup brushes.
1: It's right. very, very important. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> clean them.
2: I know. I'm the same way, but it's amazing. You just clean them with a little bit of baby shampoo, and it mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world. It really does. What's it just, the
1: difference? It, it makes the makeup uh, apply on your face better?
2: Absolutely. And not only that, um, your face can break out from all of that bacteria on the brush, especially mm-hmm. if you use cream shadows or cream blushes. Mm-hmm. Um, You just have to be really careful with that because, you know, a lot of people with eye infections or whatever have no idea that you know the same brush that they're using over and over again might be the culprit of that eye infection yeah. um, so you just have to be careful but not only that it it allows the brush and the shadow to do their own separate jobs meaning the if the brush is clean and you dip it into a navy shadow you're going to get navy on your eyelid.
3: If mm-hmm. the brush
2: is not clean, and you've been using, you know, navy, black, purple, and a little bit of pink eyeshadow, you're going to get that whole mixture of colors.
1: Right. So, and and
2: just from a hygiene level, you just want to be nice and and clean, and and uh, make sure that you know there's no infection going on or whatever. But so, makeup made, you know, can spend an hour washing your brushes if that's what you want, or you could spend five minutes washing your brushes, five minutes um, organizing your shadows. And five minutes cleaning out your, your makeup drawer. You know, we all have that makeup drawer that's got 60 million different products in it, and you have no idea what's old, no idea what's um, new. And so a lot of times that's that's nice, too, for someone just to come in and kind of just – clean your closet out. Just yeah, like you I think
1: that's closet. awesome. I've yeah. never, ever heard of that before. I don't know if that's something common in New York or something, but I have never heard mm-hmm. of that. And when I read that on your site, I was like, oh, my God, I wish you was here. I
2: know. Well, if I'm ever in L.A., I'll definitely come and see you, and we can, we can yes. set up and have a good old time. Um, yes. But, yeah, it's just, you know, I've never really heard of it either, and I think that's the reason why I created it, because, you know there is I just love to help people and and I hate for people to not know how to feel beautiful and and I know as women we're up against so many different stereotypes and and you know I mean we we've got women on magazines that have been photoshopped that the average woman in America has no idea what photoshop is. Mm-hmm. And so you know we have this idea of what beauty is and so when we go out in the world and we don't feel like we can measure up, that's hard and that's tough. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that we're all working together to try to change that, um, especially in the plus modeling world, and your show is fantastic. And um, so I think that that's, um, that's another way of just kind of allowing women, everyday women, to feel like stars and to feel comfortable and to feel beautiful, no matter what size you are, no matter what color your skin is, no matter what. And um, exactly. so yeah.
1: So that's... And speaking of modeling and photo shoots, you are signed with Wilhelmina. Now, are you active with Curves for Change?
2: I actually just recently signed with Wilhelmina, so um, I haven't had that much time to have a bigger role in Curves for Change. But I definitely went to their launch party in New York a few weeks ago, and it was absolutely fantastic. A lot of my friends are part of it, um, and I think it's an incredible, incredible. Um, thing to do and I think that they've already accomplished so much and I know they definitely will accomplish so much in the future and I definitely want to be a part of that so I'm looking forward to becoming a part of that
1: awesome and uh, do you have anything else coming up we should be on the lookout for
2: well, I think what my main um, focus is right now is you can still see my Playtex commercials. They're still running. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank goodness for those guys. Um, but I think right now, just since at the, it's at the end of the year, I'm just trying to get myself together and and just you know um, test as much as I possibly can. Get my book really strong so going into the new year, I can really just go get them. So
1: <laughs> get ready for 2011.
2: Absolutely. Can you believe it? I just feel Like yesterday it was July and now it's Christmas almost
1: Are you going home for the holidays? I
2: sure am I sure am I'm a big, big family person So I always make time for my family And and being around my family and my friends here in North Carolina Allows me to recharge my battery, reboot And get Mm -hmm. ready to go back to New York So I am absolutely will go home for the holidays
1: Well, tell us your official website How we can keep up with what you're doing and how to book you.
2: Oh sure, absolutely. Um my website for my Modeling is www.macylong.com M A C E Y Long dot com. And then for makeup made it's just www.makeupmademaid.com M A I D dot com. Well thank you so much for being on the show. It's been
1: fabulous talking to you. Oh,
2: thank you so much and I'm so I'm just really, really honored to be a part of this show and it's such a great success and I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you. (laughs) You're
1: so welcome. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, you too. Enjoy the holidays. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. And coming up next on this show is Jasper Knowles. And with an intent to totally transform the plus fashion world through the eyes of fashion, Mr. Knowles, found it necessary to both birth and nurture the gift that has been given to him. From the age of 17, Mr. Knows was on the move. This young man was inspired to make a mark in the fashion world, designing and showcasing his gowns both locally and internationally. Two years in the industry, he has both dressed and trained queens from all around the world, and at the age of 23, I mean 26, We'll have to ask him his name. Mr. Mister Nose has already begun paving the road to success. Hence, Vintage House was formed. Two years later, the Couture Plus Modeling Agency was established. Fashion then became his life when he saw that the full figure community had the voice but needed to look the part, thus a drapery was born. The brainchild of Mr. Nose will one day become one of the world's largest full-figured clothing distributors in the world and let's welcome him to the show hi are you there
0: hello
1: hey how are you
0: i'm greeting yourself
1: i'm good now tell me how old you are i see it says 26 but then it says 23 in number so are you 26 or 23
0: i am 26 will be 27 in two days
1: Oh, well, happy birthday in advance. So it's the the upcoming fashion show like your birthday celebration, too? Yes, it's a gift
0: to myself.
1: Okay, well, before we get into that, let's just start back for people that aren't familiar with you. You seem so passionate about the plus-size community. Where does all this passion come from?
0: Well um here in the Bahamas um the typical woman is um um we call solid um that's um uh, full figured woman um mm-hmm. so the passion came from that and growing up in the the whole um family atmosphere that that whole um full figured aspect my, majority of my family is kind of plus size. You know, so that's where a lot of that passion come from. And besides that, I have worked with um, a local pageantry system here called the Full Frigate Pageant here in Nassau, Bahamas. So so for me, that was a stepping stone or an indication that, hey, I'm on the right track for what it is that I'm doing.
1: So what is the plus-size scene like in the plus-size community in the Bahamas? Because I think before you, I didn't really know much was going on out there for plus-size women.
0: Well, uh, oh, <laughs> With the plus size community, a lot of them in denial. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, They're plus size, they, they, you know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not plus size, you know. Um, so for you, you just have to, hey, you know what? Um, okay, your plus sizes are so beautiful. There's nothing wrong with being plus size. You can embrace who you are and still love it. And that, right, that, that right there is what I'm trying to do here, um, in the Bahamas. That, that plus size is not a disease. The whole back up. It's, 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 it's here and it ain't going nowhere.
1: Right. 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 Now, you form your own fashion company called Vintage House. Now tell us more about that
0: well vintage house um is like i said my, my brainchild um what it is is that it gives um myself the opportunity to venture into more than one categories, not just um to clothing i I want to launch lingerie as well. So Vintage House is just a capture, but drapery is um, um, the name of the clothing line.
1: Okay. So you have Vintage House, and then under Vintage Um, House, you have three clothing lines under that, right?
0: Yes. It's the thin line, chiffon, and um, drapery.
1: Now, are all three of your clothing lines uh, for plus-size women?
0: Yes, yes. You know, I'm here in the Bahamas. Um, I'm getting kind of... um, you know um feedback saying, you know why are you just single plus size someone I said, <laughs> listen here, skinny girls, you have enough market. I think your plus size needs someone to, to give them a little love
1: Right. <laughs> so what's the difference between your three clothing lines?
0: um, the drapery is more um the ready to wear high fashion line. Mm -hmm. The denim, uh, which is um, thin line, it's just jeans and tee with a thin, with a play on words, thin line. Okay. Um, And chiffon is the lingerie line.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So um, also, besides these three clothing lines, you have your own modeling agency, right? Yes. Now tell us about that.
0: Well, hence came Dent the Runway, which is my upcoming event. Um, Yeah, I started a modeling agency. Um, It's now about two years, two, three years now. Um, And one day I was in class doing a session with uh, my models, and the girls were just modeling, and I was like, you know, give me some more. Let's, you know, just dent this runway, you know? So Mm -hmm. I said, hold up, dent the runway, you know, to get, you know, know, once you finish with the runway, no room for the skinny girls.
3: (laughs)
1: So, so with the the modeling agency, the ladies that walk in your runway show are they all signed with your agency? Is that how you get to be in one of your shows? Yes,
0: yeah. um, that's how. Because my my goal is to create um, avenues for my models to work. You know, here in the Bahamas, like I, like I said earlier, it's not a lot of avenues for plus models. So um, my goal is to create every avenue for them to find work. Um, every year I'm planning to do at least two shows with um, my, the launching of, I mean, different clothing lines, different fashion shows. So they consistently be working, you know, take them travel abroad with me as I'm doing my tours. You know, my models get the opportunity to travel along with me to do them and to give them exposure, you know. Um, so that's, I think that's one of the good things of being a designer is that uh, as well as for someone that has a fashion, um, sorry, that has a model agency because then you will always have work for your models to do.
1: And um, also, besides the modeling agency, you work with Miss Plus World Pageant. Now, is that your company or is that a pageant you just work with?
0: Well, the Miss Plus World is something that I want to kick off. We have, like I said, we have a local pageant called us Full Figure Bahamas. Um, I've trained the Queen, I've t- taken her to um, uh, International Plus pageants, but I feel as though um, there's, there's something that is lacking you um, th- there was something that was lacking, so I came back and I sat down with my um team and I said, "Listen, I think this is something that we should look into um to to bring that whole level of um uh respect to the plus pageantry you know a lot of people, like I said in the bio um don't take it don't t- take it for granted, they don't take it seriously, so I want to create that voice uh within the plus industry in terms of pageantry that hey, you know what we mean what we say, and we look fabulous saying it."
1: So the first Miss Plus World Pageant hasn't uh is this coming up. You haven't it's had the sh- first one yet?
0: No, it's scheduled to launch next year. Um okay. late late in the year next year. Um we have so far we have um about eleven contestants on board as far as France Yes. Okay.
1: So tell me about the event that's coming up soon, dent the runway.
0: All right, then the runway is um, the launch of uh, my clothing line, um, drapery. It's been launched. um, I've done a show in New York at the Full Frigate Fashion Week, um, but it has not yet been launched locally in the Bahamas. I've done a tour, um, a city-to-city tour, and then I I did a tour um, in the islands, but it has not yet been launched here in my hometown, Nassau, because I wanted to do something big. You know, um, do a, a whole night of, of of just my clothing line. I have like about 75 to 80 pieces that's being launched. Okay. So I wanted to, uh, yeah, I wanted to, to just you know what, uh, do it big because when this is over, come December, I'm opening my store um, here in Nassau, Bahamas. So oh. um, yeah, but so I'm starting off. You're really doing to, a lot of stuff. Yes, yes. I'm trying to keep. I'm young, you know. Uh, while while I'm still young, I'm trying to to, to do what I can do.
1: Mm-hmm. And so tell us how the how to buy tickets to the show and everything.
0: Well, you can go online at www.vintagehousebahamas.com um and go on the the uh, link that says Dent the Runway or D T R and there you can purchase tickets online.
1: And you recently you had a contest um, you have to find the face of your new clothing line, Drapery. And so yes. it's it's part of the prize for those girls that they get to participate in the show that's coming up.
0: Well, unfortunately, a lot of the girls stated that uh, it was kind of a bad time. It was from Thanksgiving, so they wanted to spend a little yeah. time with their family. So what I decided to do was in January, um, I'm going to fly all of the girls into New York, um, and we're going to do official photo shoot for Drapery all of the girls get to stay in New York for four nights, you know, just have some fun, relax um, as, a, as a part of their prize. We're going to do a photo shoot, and hopefully we end with a fashion show in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds exciting. So you got a lot of things in the works as well. Yes. So what else? Do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for? Do we cover everything?
0: Well, besides, besides um, the January thing in New York, let's look out for that because, um, I uh, bis- after I open up my store in so I'm looking to hit New York um, to 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 get my line started there, and then in April I'm um, scheduled to launch the um, chiffon and the resort wear, which is um lingerie and um, the resort wear in April for the Easter.
1: Awesome, and so what is your uh, website to keep up with things as you launch?
0: Well, that's the same website I gave you earlier for the tickets.
1: And mm-hmm. www. that's
0: www.vintagehousebahamas.com. Yes. Um, it has more than one link um, to that one site.
1: Okay. Because well, like I that's... said,
0: Vintage House is the mother house, so we have more than one link under Vintage House.
1: Oh, got it, got it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It seems like you don't get much sleep with all that going on.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Well, I'm going to have to come to the Bahamas. I've never been to the Bahamas before, so I'm going to try and, and get out there soon and see, see what's all you got going on out there.
0: I'm going to need you to. Yes,
1: yeah, so well, just let me know. I'm ready to come.
0: All right. Well, thanks for having me once again.
1: Yes, and uh, good luck on your upcoming show this week. Uh, I know it's going to be fabulous.
0: Yep, and, you know, like I said, it's my birthday party, so we're going to party like rock stars.
1: All right. Well, keep us posted on everything you do and uh, continue success. Thank you for being on the show.
0: Thank you, and have a wonderful evening.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And last, but definitely not least, is Michael Kaplan. Michael Kaplan is co-founder and chief executive officer of Fashion to Figure Stores. He previously co-founded an online community and shopping portal for full-figure women purchased by Charming Shops in 2000. Prior to that, Michael was a venture capitalist with RRE Ventures and a financial analyst at Lazard Fair in New York. Kaplan was named one of chain store ages 40 under 40, rising retail stars in 2006, and has been a featured guest speaker at the Fashion Institute of Technology and the Laboratory Institute of Merchandising. He studied jazz saxophone at the Manhattan School of Music, is a graduate of Brown University, and earned an MBA from Harvard Business School. Let's welcome Michael to the show. Hi, Michael. How are you?
3: Hey, Janice. How you doing?
1: I'm good. So I'm so excited to have you on the show and learn more about um, fashion to figure. Now, you are the grandson to Miss Lena H. Bryant, who created Lane Bryant and was a leader in plus-size fashion. So how active were you in the family business or all that happened before your time?
3: Well, actually, um, Lane Bryant was my great-grandmother, and my oh, brother okay. and my my brother and my father was the last person in our family to run the business, and he made the decision to sell the business um, along with the rest of the family. Back when we were young kids, we were we, you know ten, eleven, twelve, somewhere in there, so we definitely grew up going to our dad's office and were influenced by the company uh, that, that that we grew up around. But we didn't we didn't ever work there. Uh, we have nothing to do with the business today, and uh, our business is a totally brand-new approach to full fashion.
1: Okay. And so do you know why the fi- the family decided to sell? Was it just like that time when the family wanted to do different
3: things? Well, you know, 82 years into the business is a long um,
1: time. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: we, we um we founded the industry, or my great-grandmother founded the industry back in the 1890s, she was a ter- Her story is a terrific story of a single mother that had to go into business out of her apartment to make ends meet for her own child. And in doing that, basically founded Special Size Shopping when she created a maternity dress for someone in the neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. She was smart enough to patent that dress design and really was credited with beginning the Special Size Market back at the turn of the last century. Mm. So she really was a, a lived the American dream, was a terrific businesswoman and I guess after her sons ran the business and, and the next generation ran the business everybody just thought it was time um to to, to move on and do something else and you All know right, obviously right. My, my brother and I wanted to get back to the industry, wanted to get back to the business. We saw a terrific opportunity and we've been really lucky and fortunate with our company now, Fashion to Figure.
1: So after um after the family split away, you still did things uh for full figure women before opening this store cuz you did a, a online community and shopping portal. Um,
3: yeah, I, I tell you. That's that's an interesting story. Um we you know, my brother was always in the retail business. He was a buyer at Saks Fifth Avenue was in operations there and and did a few other things all over the retail world. He had always great deep experience in his industry. I went to Wall Street and I was working around businesses and uh then I was lucky enough to to be um in a venture capital firm and I um was was asked at that firm to come up with an idea and I just happened to write, uh, an idea about, uh, a, a, a website that would serve plus size women, which was obviously a market that I knew about having grown up around my family's business. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough for me, the guys I was working for thought it was a good idea. And, and actually they got the business off the ground. Um, I really came up with the idea and wrote the plan for it, but they, they got it off the ground and, uh, you know it was it was proof that you know, given the choice between being lucky or smart, you should take lucky every time,
1: <laughs> so you always were linked to full figure fashion in some way, shape, or form, like it's your destiny, huh
3: <laughs> Well, I guess that's what they excuse me, I guess that's what they say. you know my great grandmother died on september twenty sixth and I was born on september twenty sixth and you know, like I said, we always grew up going to our dad's office and and seeing what that was like and, and visiting stores when we were in different cities and stuff. And um, it was a lot of fun. And so I suppose you could say we were always focused on this, but
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, it, it really is its a neat business that we have, and it's a terrific market that we serve. People really appreciate um, the effort that you make, and it's a tremendously underserved customer base that really needs some terrific options, and we're thrilled to be one of the options that they can go to at Fashion to Figure.
1: So with fashion to figure, why were you interested in providing fashions for uh, plus-size women again? I know, you know, we know your history, but why, um, you know, you were on Wall Street, why you just didn't stay on Wall Street and not even worry about retail anymore?
3: Well, I suppose it's there's a lot of reasons. Um, mm-hmm. One is that I thought it was a pretty good business opportunity. Um, This really is a mass market where people are really looking for options and they don't have many. And so I thought that was a pretty good opportunity. And I also thought that um, going into an industry where I knew a lot of the players because of my family background, where Mm -hmm. I had a good story to tell and was passionate about what the work was about uh, because of my family background, would make me work harder and try to do better for the customer because mm-hmm. I, I felt an obligation and had a, a, a pretty good affinity for an industry that your family or that my family founded. You know, when one goes into to to a, a market or goes into a business that is in a market that their family founded, you have a little bit more urgency and desire to be successful, and so I'd say mm-hmm. that that's... You know, that that we looked at the business opportunity, which was there, and we had a lot of urgency and had uh, some things going for us based on our family background. And we also, I think, were intimately aware of the limitations that the customer had because of seeing our family's business, because studying our family's business. We knew what people were missing and what people were wanting. And Mm -hmm. so for all those reasons, we were able to – you know we were able to to put this business together and 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 create what we think is a terrific company today
1: and currently you have 6 stores on the east coast through new york and new jersey do you plan to eventually expand nationwide Absolutely, and
3: we're actually in the process of doing that now. You know, of course, we just launched, which uh, we're most excited about, fashiontofigure.com. If you go to fashiontofigure.com, you can see all of our terrific fashion. You know, our company is based on providing up to the minute trends, trendy, fast fashion, start, starting at size 12. And we have up-to-the-minute, latest, greatest stuff, terrific items that really are fashionable by anyone's definition, just happen to start at size 12, and so now anybody can experience that at our website, fashion We have a new store opening in Yonkers, New York, at the Cross County Center, later this week, which will be our seventh store. Wow. Uh, and we hopefully, um, hopefully in the new year have a couple more stores rolling out. Uh, in the area as well as in some other states, and we're very excited to bring our unique offering uh, to to the nation.
1: And so you've been uh, opening like a, a store a year, or are they popping up quicker than that?
3: Well, we've been opening a couple of stores a year now. We opened three last year. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully this upcoming year we'll do more than that, but um, it's, it's the 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 desire for what we do at fashion to figure which is really have very very trendy well priced fast fashion and up to the minute trends where new things come in the store every day the store is a trendy terrific contemporary environment that anybody would want to shop in and you get terrific service by your very own personal fashion stylists um anybody wants that experience across the nation um, across markets, across backgrounds, across demographics. So we are thrilled and excited to bring it across the country as soon as we can.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, is fashion to figures clothing original designs that you can't find anywhere else, or do you carry different designers and brands? Well, what we
3: the answer is both. Okay. we carry we we try to maximize people's choices of fashion, so there are things we have our we have our own fashion to figure label and a lot of stuff in our store you will find exclusively at our stores okay. um some of the other fashion we tr- we try to basically go scour the earth for you to mm-hmm. try to go find the latest greatest trendiest stuff um and put it in our store so that week in and week out, you can come to our store and see terrific options. Our best customers come in every Saturday. And they um, our best customers come every Saturday to see new things, get a new experience. And literally new things show up at our store every single day on the store floor. And uh, if you don't act fast, you might not see it again. And, um, that's really what we're trying to do because we feel like our customers have had too little choice, too little contemporary trendy stuff, and that's what we provide the the neat the neat thing about it is that a lot of our customers um the, the neat thing about it is that a lot of our customers are basically um looking for fashion as anyone defines it, and as a result we um um you know our stuff appeals to anybody at any size, we get a tremendous amount of people walking in the store saying, wait a minute, uh, I've been looking around for 15 minutes, and I just realized it starts at size 12, and I'm only a size 2. We uh, think that's terrific because our yeah. customers basically are looking for trendy stuff by anyone's definition.
1: So what is the size range of the clothing in your store? I know you said that it starts at a size 12, and what does it go up to?
3: Well, we we go from 12 to 26, And I have to say that one of the the things that we've run into that we're trying to work on now is better sizing. We we have so many different vendors that give us merchandise to provide these choices for people. Um, We think it's important to provide people so much choice Mm -hmm. that we have a hard time making the sizing all uniform Mm -hmm. or working with some vendors to make their sizing a little bit bigger the way that we want it. Um, that'll get better as we get bigger. But right. um, we do right now go to size 12, 26. But, you know, depending upon your proportions, depending upon your body shape, because of course you can be size 18 and be 6 feet, or you can be size 18 and be 5 feet. Right. Um, cl- clearly, people have different shapes. We all have different shapes. Right. Um, we, you know, our stuff might fit you a bit small. It might fit you a bit large. And that's where our stylists come in because they can guide you and let you know, you know, what you need to size up or what you need to size down. But hopefully over time we'll get better at that as we make our stuff as well.
1: And what is your price point uh, in the store?
3: Well, you can get terrific tops in our store for $20, $25. Okay. You can get terrific stretch denim jeans for $34 or $36. We have dresses in our store anywhere from $32 to $40. Coats in our store from $49. Um, we have a tremendous amount of accessories, jewelry, and, and um compacts and makeup and cosmetics you can get for two dollars or three of them for five dollars we really try to give you terrific prices we know the economy's tough for everybody Um, at any time you know we're we're always the best prices out there and that's what we try to do is provide terrific values on everything that we sell
1: So everything is basically under a hundred dollars
3: yeah there's everything the under the stores everything in the store is under a hundred dollars. Okay. We really try to provide that that fast fashion um terrific value for the trendiest stuff out there that's really what we're about
1: now you mentioned earlier about the fashion to figure stylists now tell us about the stylists that are in your store
3: well we our store has Um, fashion stylists who can basically give you personalized one-on-one attention when you come in to the store to look around. We have so many different options, and we have a a real store experience that we want you to have that we think you should have personal attention from uh, your uh, your very own fashion stylist for the day that you can come in and, and have a personal shopper, somebody that gives you advice on trends, tells you how things look. Can show you how to mix and match items and make outfits um, that they, they can basically show you how to get those things ready for a party, how to put things together for any occasion that you 've got coming up, somebody that you can build a relationship with in our store as you come in again and again, somebody whose fashion advice you can trust again and again and, and who's intimately aware of the options and choices we have, how they fit how they'll fit for you, how they'll work for you, and can make all the difference in your shopping experience. So our store, um, we like to think our people care a little bit more because our stylists are not just people working the floor. They're people who are very passionate about what we do, very passionate about our company, and they provide that personal one-on-one attention um, that everybody craves, you know, man, woman, or child, that everybody would crave when they go shopping, you know, to get that personal help.
1: Now is the stylist different from the the person at the register or is everybody in the place that you hire is like a trained stylist as
3: well? Everybody is a trained stylist. Okay. Um there's a there's a store manager, that's our leader at the store. Mm-hmm. Um but everybody on the team is a store stylist. Okay. And some people might some people might work the register one day and mm-hmm. you know work the floor another day or change by hour or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. everybody's a stylist because that's really what our company's about.
1: Now, you recently had a model call. Tell me, how did that go, and um, are there opportunities to model for your
3: store? Well, I tell you, we have had a lot of great press recently. We were just featured in a piece in Vanity Fair magazine, and we were oh. just named Best Plus Size Chain by Time Out magazine. And wow. as a result, um, a lot of the attention that we've been getting has allowed us to um, do things and, and and do model shoots and, and some other high-profile events. And so recently we had an open call at our King's Plaza Mall Store in Brooklyn where we mm-hmm. invited people to come in, get their headshots taken, uh, get a discount at the store while they waited or after they t- got their picture taken. Mm-hmm. In a week or so, we're going to announce the finalists, uh, Uh, from everybody's pictures that we posted on Flickr um, in the hopes that uh, we can feature somebody at our next FTF fashion shoot and um, really find somebody that can um, be the next face of FTF for a few of our, our next emails and website homepage and other fashion features that we have at the company.
1: So if you were not able to attend that open casting call, will there be other opportunities to model for your stores?
3: I think we're going to have some other open casting calls in the new year, oh, nice. um, and and we're always open to people submitting photographs to us at figure dot com. If okay. they want to um, send us their photos and, and write us an email, um, mm-hmm. we're we're thrilled to look over their stuff, and and we also probably will have castings too in the future again. It was a great turnout, and we thank everybody that came out, and we hope everybody's checking their photos out at figure dot com.
1: Now, do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for?
3: Well, Seth, we've got terrific door busters for Black Friday. Um, oh, okay. this, this Friday at, our, at all of our stores and our website, we're going to do 40% off for those people that get out of bed up and early. We're going to mm-hmm. to do 40% off at, from 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock and then 25% off the rest of the weekend off, off the whole store, online and in stores. So definitely come out and see us this weekend. We've got terrific stuff. I was actually just in stores myself today unloading some boxes of new, fresh, full fashion that came in. It's really hip stuff, and it's terrific prices that are going to be really, really marked down this weekend. So Mm -hmm. I would say everybody should come out for that. We're also doing our uh, every holiday season we do a drive for charity during the holidays, and this Mm -hmm. season we're going to be supporting the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research um, we're going to be selling bracelets on behalf of that foundation at our at our register, so everybody should buy a bracelet and contribute to a terrific foundation that helps a lot of people that have that terrible disease, Parkinson's. My dad has that disease, and I know how it can affect families. Um, and then in the new year, look out for our store openings and some other marketing events that we have coming up with some. In-store celebrity visits, some model castings, and some other neat stuff that we hope our community comes out and helps out support.
1: Well, that sounds awesome. I certainly hope you come to the West Coast soon because I'm in LA, so I haven't been able to come to one of your stores yet.
3: Well, hopefully, we won't. Hopefully, it won't be too long till we have stores in LA. But we'd love to have everybody out there shop online. Um, fashionafigure.com the terrific experience now um, we're working very hard to make that match our store experience mm-hmm. you won't get your own stylist online yet but mm-hmm. at least you can see the terrific fashion that we have all the choices that we have and the great prices that we have online and so we'd encourage everybody in LA to check that out until we get there with a the store open
1: well awesome well thank you so much for being on the show I'm excited to Learn more about fashion the figure, and I'm definitely going to come out to the store when I'm in New York.
3: Terrific. We look forward to having you. Give us a call. We'd love to have you do the show from the store. We'd love to have you review our stuff for your listeners. We're big fans of what you're doing, and uh-huh. we definitely look forward to introducing you personally to FTF. In the meantime, let us know what we can do for you online.
1: Oh, thank you, and enjoy your holidays.
3: You too. Happy Thanksgiving, Chinesse. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. And thank you to all of my fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook fan page on facebook.com slash radio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.